Welcome back to Don't Caught a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Today we're reading a little bit farther into a darker shade of magic. <laughs> Just a little bit, everybody. Just Don't a little panic. bit. We're, t- we're two-thirds of the way through. We haven't finished. Um, I think we're up to part 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a warm-up for us today. Okay. Sure. It's just going to be a little update on a couple of my new food-related discoveries. Oh. Remind me what it's those not, are again. It's not... Actually, it's... I should have... It's not an update, I guess. Because okay. it's, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a new stuff for the pod. Um, now, it's not going to be ground-shattering news. Mm, okay. But I have two fun snack discoveries. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This it's better be good be, content, Luke. This better be good be content. It's so low level, but it's great content. Don't worry. Okay. Um, number one. <laughs> Tell us about your great snacks, Luke. This could be so dumb. <laughs> okay. Number one, um, bagels. Dude, shut up. We're done with Buying this. Buying the uncut version, worth it. Luke. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> You're out here like, oh, you know what the listeners need to hear about? Have they? Uh, I don't know if the listeners know about this. Have you guys heard of bagels? Bagels uncut. Get them uncut. Luke likes That's them key. European style, if you know what I mean. I know it's a little bit inconvenient to cut them at home. It's kind of a pain. Worth it, though. I mean, yeah. Anytime. No, no, no. Okay, Luke. No, no, no. No, no, no. First, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because, like, great. Look, bagels. Good, because I have another one. Okay. <laughs> It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like. Have you tried milk with your cereal, Dan? It's crazy. <laughs> I was using water. Uh, no, what I will say, Luke, there's a next level to this. If you get bagels from like a bakery, you can ask them to cut them for you, and that's like, mm-hmm. those are good. You don't need them to be unsliced. It's not the slicing that's the problem. It's that the quality of bagel that you're buying, the higher quality mm-hmm. ones no, that come to you unsliced. No, this is wrong. This Luke, is wrong. Okay. This is not the point. You're missing it <sighs> because I'm talking about grocery store bagels. If you buy uncut versus cut, the cut ones, they've been sitting there for a while. Okay. Both of them have been sitting there for a while. Yes. But if they're cut, they're stale on the inside. If they're uncut, they're still kind of fresh on the inside. All right. Fine. You're going to get like maybe one day more out of those bagels max, but uh, whatever. This is, this is, you're not try it you'll understand okay you'll, all see, right this everybody is, this is now now i'm breaking news because you didn't even know this oh um, luke like i didn't know that okay fine tell us your next one luke. come on the next one the next one let's get through um, this let's freaking wrap this up popcorn shut Here up we go. shut the fuck Here up we go. i like many like the rest of you everyone probably um loves the biggest bowl of popcorn you've ever seen yeah like all of us do yeah popcorn's great now now, can we get something spicy here? Or are we just gonna say, "Oh, no, guys, I don't, try popcorn; it's good." I don't have I don't have the space on my counter for a dedicated popcorn maker, right? Yeah. And so, historically, I've been using one of those little little microwave ones, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. right? Mistake. Here's the thing. Throw a little Dutch Here's oven. the thing. Stove top yep. popcorn. Yep. Totally worth it. We're changing to stove top popcorn now, and it's awesome because not only is the popcorn better, yep. Dan. Yep. But you can Add make ungodly quantities without burning. You ever done a little chili crisp, a little chili oil in it? Ooh, no. I'm not a spicy popcorn guy. Oh, I forgot you I'm a, didn't, I'm I forgot a, you didn't do spicy. I'm a butter and nutritional yeast kind of guy. Okay, that's I mean, that's fun too. 
We're a big fan of that. Good for you. Yeah, um, a little salt. <laughs> Luke, I'm glad you could come on this podcast on this limited <laughs> time we have to talk to our listeners every week and say, hey, guys, right. try bagels and popcorn. <laughs> that was really great of you to do for us. That's I awesome. know. I know. Everybody's um, welcome. I will say this, though, Luke. Actually, I've been dogging you this whole time. Stovetop mm-hmm. popcorn is so good. It's so good. I know. <laughs> I didn't know this until recently. I actually just made some like a week or two ago, and it's like, it's way better. And you can buy the jug of unpopped popcorn. So cheap. Well, that's what I do. Yeah. You don't need to even add very much butter to it at all. Like I am perfectly content to just munch on it straight out the thing. No butter, a little bit of salt on there. That's mm. good popcorn. I don't love that. Um what I have been doing, like I buy even before this the un- the just like bucket of kernels. Oh yeah, but but then I still have been doing that in the microwave. But it's pro- it's tough no, because it's no, like no, no. if you miss it by like four seconds, it's you're done. getting burnt popcorn. You've got to watch it. It's it's either like I'm burning my popcorn or I'm only or I've got like ninety percent <laughs> kernels still. I I agree with you 100% on this. And what I've been trying to do is get more scientific with it because I don't like okay. the one or the other. So I've been like, you got to mass out your kernels. You got to mass out your oil. You got to get a thermometer in your pot and a timer running. I love this. And do a little Wait, experiment. This is stovetop still? Stovetop still. Yep. Okay. Because stovetop, so I, st- I still am running into a few issues of like, it's too hot. So the ones on the bottom get burnt before they all get popped. And so like, I'm still narrowing in on my ideal configuration okay this is i do appreciate that you're measuring by mass and not volume are you of course we're measuring by mass and not volume guys it's 2024 buy a small kitchen scale change your life that's right except for except for flour longtime listeners will remember a previous rant i did about measuring by mass for flour and that shit did not work ever i don't even remember that one but oh it was tough for me so oh, made, I do. Okay. So okay. when I made biscuits like three times in a row because I was sick of That's it. That's right. That's right. Um, anyway. So so there we go. Um, I think mine, honestly, just just to put a cap on this. Yeah. I know that I know that we're partially saying that the taste is better. Yeah. Honestly, <clears throat> quantity is the reason that I'm doing <laughs> this. Because <laughs> now I can make like two quarts of popcorn. Oh my gosh, Luke. Okay. For lunch. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, um, how about that? Anyway, anyway, there we go. There's my there's my quick snack updates. Um, thanks for thanks for sticking through that with me. Yeah, thanks for telling our listeners about that important information, Luke. Um, you're welcome. You're all welcome. Actually, though, do popcorn, guys. The bagel thing was kind of busted, but like the popcorn thing is so right for Luke. So right. That's right. <laughs> um okay let's talk let's talk book like i said darker shade of magic mm-hmm. up to part 11 and my dog is snoring really loudly astrid can you stop astrid let me throw this at you she didn't <laughs> animal know. abuse there caught live on air <laughs> okay that was a knife that luke just threw at his dog by the way <laughs> okay can we start with can we start with something that is a classic don't call it a book club discussion point Okay, yeah. Lila mm-hmm. finds a cool rock and discovers that magic is real. And she has Kel like locked up. And he's like telling her what the rock does. And she's like, oh, sick. So the rock is like a magic rock. And like, 
magic is real okay all right tell me more and he's like all right it's bad don't mess with it it's bad (laughs) and she's like i hear you it's bad okay and then immediately is like let's see what this baby can do let's take Mm -hmm. this baby for a spin Maybe don't, Lila. Maybe like within your first five minutes about hearing that magic is real, you're not going to try and make a weird sexy cow out of it. Because who the fuck knows what happens when you do that? Yes. I I think the blame for this is is split among the two of them. I don't know. Tell me, tell me why you think it's split. Because I think it's on Lila for sure. I, so I, I, think the, I think the Lila stuff is obvious. But like... Kel does a really bad job of talking about it. Like, I don't think he emphasizes how dangerous it is until, like, way later. Okay. That's... He's just like, hey, you shouldn't do that. And she's like, why not? And he's like, it's bad, man. It's magic and bad stuff. Does it? It's what it does. And then she's like... Uh, And he gives no details. I mean, part of this is fair, but the other part is like, what details would you want him to give? Like, listen, this magic comes from a place that was so bad. We don't even well, know like, how bad. I I, th- I think like this is maybe hard to hard to convey over like the text of a book. Yeah. But like, I got the sense that he was not displaying a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Like if if this was me, yeah. right? Yeah. I would be like, I would be terrified, you know? Yeah, okay. And like, my voice would be different. I I don't know. It's just like, I wouldn't be just like, hey, don't do that. Yeah, but I think you have to think about the context of he's talking to one, a very young person. She's like 18 Mm -hmm. or 19. Two, these are people who I think Kel sort of thinks of as children in a lot of ways. Like people, like when he talks to the collectors and the enthusiasts, he kind of treats them like they're little kids. And he's like, don't this magic. It's, you know, it's kind of scary guys. <laughs> and so I feel like right. that was the tone he was taking here was like, Hey, now that's real magic. Okay. And that can be really dangerous for you. So just put it down. You know, like a kid, like a parent talking to a kid, being like, "It's really okay. bad." Okay. Sure. I. I mean, I think that this is partially making my point. Though. I think. Okay, I think you're right. I think <laughs> you're right. And the because the analogy I'm imagining is if like, if like a somebody like, if you had a gun and somebody didn't know how it worked, I feel like you would want to respond in a way that's like literally like put that down right now because we could die instantly depending on what you you would be like your body language would be like very alarming yeah yeah Uh, yeah like if i'm holding something and someone is like oh my god don't don't do anything with that and like crouching and holding their hands up and like i don't know doing something weird yeah i'd be like okay (laughs) you know but if someone was like hey don't do that i okay I will say, though, he doesn't know this person very well at all, right? True. And they just stole this from him. So he has no idea, like, if they're cool or if they would be like, oh, this is really dangerous? Sick. Okay, I'm going (laughs) to go wild with it then. Which she proceeds to do. She she does. And, And to be fair, like, most of my notes from this section are about how terrible of a character she is dude yeah we're gonna be popping off on lila for a bit i think 
Um, but, <laughs> but just maybe finishing up here. I also think it's funny that the first two things that she does are, is like one, make a big ass sword, <laughs> make a tight sword. Yeah. And then two, make a sexy version of Cal. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I were Cal in this instance, and that was the second thing she made, I'd be like, we can't, I don't really want to be hanging out with you anymore. <laughs> right. Right. It's a little bit. I don't know. It's too quick, guys. <laughs> um, I, I let me do one quick update before we start mm-hmm. further roasting Lila. Okay. Um, because we have to backtrack on something that we praised Kel for last episode. Yeah. In that he did start cutting his palm in this episode. Yeah, I have that here too. <laughs> Just, buddy. Come on. You, you were doing so well. You don't need to do that. <laughs> and it even like it even like affected him. Because he was like, oh yeah, my hand wasn't even healed by the time I had to slap my hand against the wall. And it's like, didn't have to. <laughs> didn't have to do any of that, bud. Didn't have to. Um, but but we've gone we've gone off before about cutting your palms, so we don't have to go further now. No. no. Um, um back to the scene though with the rock. Mm-hmm. So Lila did some bad stuff by playing with the magic, I think. Kel, Kel has a moment where he's like, he needs to be careful because she can use the magic without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. He's like trying to snatch this rock from her. That's not the way to go about this, bud. Like trying to be quicker than her and like sneak in <laughs> because you remember what you did to that guy in the alley? Right. Just like, like accidentally. Yeah, and and he acknowledges like that's the danger if he s- tries to snatch it and she responds instinctively. He could just like turn to dust or something. <laughs> right. What? You there's got to be a better way. Like melt the floor be. or something. I don't know. God, Kel's so dumb. <laughs> oh no. Are we starting this again? <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna start this already i don't know i mean so that actually wasn't even my note that was just i don't know just come on cal i know get I, it together my guy i do appreciate that he like he binds her with the wood so he can get away and he's got a funny line there with the knife he's like mm-hmm. don't throw that because you're gonna need it uh right. but you got magic, man. Like, use the magic to get the stone back. She's not going to expect it. He's. I, th- I think the issue with Kel is that I don't think that he's very quick on his feet. I don't think he's had to be, right? I I guess so. I mean, so the other question that's that's kind of related to this is, like, what has he been... What's his job? <laughs> well, he is royalty, right? I mean, I guess, but the reason that the, he's royalty is because they adopted him because he is, has magic. Uh-huh. Which I would assume means that he's bringing value. Like, like I realize that there's value of just like, uh, don't attack us because one of, this guy's magic. Yeah. But I assume that there has to be something that he's doing as well like actively instead of just passively i mean we see it at the beginning of the book right where he's going to these different londons and like keeping communication between them and passing letters that's like you still there (laughs) totally 
totally still here. You guys still hanging in there? Okay. That's also like the travel is instantaneous. So that's like one day. It's not. He's got to walk around a little bit, Luke. (laughs) I don't know. He's also training Reese. Or Riz, mm. I think Riz is honestly a better a better pronunciation for this guy. Riz, Riz. that's true. <laughs> I do like that. Um, but but point is, which is something that I think that we have talked about a lot before in other magical books. Yeah, is like if you're magic, and no one else really is. Or Ooh. let me let me rephrase. Okay, if I'm magic, yep, more so than other people. Yep, I'm like. I'm doing. I'm training myself. I'm doing stuff. You're trying to keep time. leveling up, is what you're saying. I'm about to get so freaking good at magic. Okay. <laughs> if if it's your deal, it's gonna be really your deal, is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not gonna be like, I. I'm. I don't know. That's 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 maybe that's all my point. I think I think I can get it across with just that. I think so too. Like Kel should be flying around with his wind powers at this point. Right. And he's not. Right. Fair. Fair. Um, can we go back to Lila now? Because yeah. I think the story is going to move forward with a series of things that Lila does that I'm like, come on. Okay. Do something okay, better. Sure. So <laughs> we get in a confrontation with Holland and Lila mm-hmm. and Kel. And Holland uses Lila to lure Kel in to try and get the stone from him. Right. Lila gets away. Kel's fighting Holland. It's not going well. And then Kel or Lila comes in and hits him on the head with a iron bar. Mm-hmm. You have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair, I care. Did she have the gun on her at the time? She, she tells Kel. My 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 note is: Does she have the gun? Because if if she does, blast him. And yeah. and then I read a little further, and she was like. I had to go get my gun. <laughs> That's what she tells Kel, like first thing for why she like took a second okay. before helping out was I had to go get my gun. Blast him. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. Maybe she's not well practiced and she has less confidence in her, in her aim. Oh, alternatively, yeah. Luke has a gun no bullets Ooh, that's right big fancy gun no bullets it's a big it's a big showpiece that's good i they also maybe have instituted gun control oh making bullets really expensive you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i don't want to waste my two thousand dollar bullet smart when a a pipe will do when a lead bar will do on this magic man who's murdering my friend (laughs) if there's any argument for guns luke for when the bullet would be worth it that's right that's right (laughs) it's a good use of it honestly try it just try it (laughs) yeah yeah that one's not good um but she does get him yeah she does get him which is nice one hit. Um, do you do do you hit more, actually? Like I know it's a little bit immoral to like murder him while he's down. <laughs> I mean it's do you? <laughs> yeah, okay. This is actually I actually kind of love this from the standpoint of like I feel like there are rules when you're in a fight with someone that are like, yeah, if you knock them down, you don't keep hitting them because right. it's unsportsmanlike, sort of. 
Right. But I feel like if you're in a fight to the death with someone, you know, there's those rules are gone. Those don't exist anymore. Right. To, to the death with someone who like has magical tracking powers <laughs> and is compelled to like magically compelled to follow you. Yeah, maybe you don't leave them on the floor. You just keep going. Right. Yeah. Oh. That's a different Do you book, take a though. leg? That's at a least? different. That's a that's a Joe Abercrombie, I think, book. That's not a this not book. Not this book. Sure. That's fair. Which I honestly, can say, I can accept that. Yeah, I'm kind of glad it's not this book. <laughs> it would cut the it would cut the plot short a little bit too early, maybe. Um yeah. I, I have a small thing that Lila just says that's kind of, that's around this time period. Mm-hmm. I think maybe a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, where she's she's kind of talking about like how she's going to get money. Mm-hmm. And the way that she has been getting money right is stealing from people. Yes. And I think she's really doesn't want to take like uh, I forget his name, but the guy that runs the inn. She doesn't want to take like his Barrow, charity. I think. Yeah, Baron, maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, and she says something along the lines of like, she might be a thief, but she's not a beggar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Being a thief, especially like yeah. petty theft, is so much worse than being a beggar. Like there is there is something redeeming about being like the gentleman bastard style thief yeah. where they're stealing like a super expensive like million dollars thing uh-huh. from a rich person yeah right yeah and there and there is something redeeming about like stealing bread from a grocery store for, yeah. to feed your family yeah there is not really anything redeeming about like just stealing from people on the street mm-hmm. and so like the way that she says this, it's just like, okay, that you're you're worse than a beggar, though. Because like a beggar is like receiving stuff from someone who is consenting to give it to them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I will say she does have this moment where she looks down at the three bullies who steal from the beggar kid, and she's like, You never steal from poor people. Not because it's wrong, but because they don't have anything. And it's like well yeah mm. but okay because she is stealing from people that like have money or are like ah yeah i guess she's not stealing from people that are rich rich so i think it all just feels very childish to me well it's all very childish but it's i think it's just the way that she says it yeah where she's like I'm not leeching off of society. I'm a thief. It's <laughs> yeah. like, no, that's what you're doing. That's even worse. Yeah. You're leeching off society even worse. I see your point, Luke. I she's, see your She's point. like the person that would steal packages off of someone's doorstep. Yeah. She would for sure go the to the worst. rich part of town and steal packages off of people's door. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Luke. She, sure. The example is Kel. Kel is a what she thinks is a random drunk guy. Who like doesn't look very good. Yeah. And like stumbles into her and she steals from him. <laughs> yeah, she's also yeah, she hasn't planned this out at all, huh? She's just hitting random people on the street who look like they have something good on them. No. And Kel is <laughs> bleeding out. He's like literally dying and she's stealing from him. Yeah, she's she's not good. 
<laughs> she's the worst. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe she and Kel are, like, good for each other then. Because Kel looks down on, like, literally everyone in these other worlds. So mm-hmm. maybe they're kind of well-suited. Yeah. Two, two. Yeah. Yeah. They're well-suited. Sure. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, we get a little bit about... Kel, like, retells the story to Lila about what happened with Black London and Red mm-hmm. London and Grey London. The more this story is told, the more I think we we did White London so dirty. And in fact, oh, yeah. like, I'm kind of coming around to them being angry at, at everyone. <laughs> Does that make sense? I mean, I mean, yes. I So I don't really know what, what they do like what the correct course of action is because i don't know enough information yeah but like it is rude to just be like your problem and close the doors because <laughs> it seems like they could have supported them in some way they could have been like all right we're gonna send you like resources and food and like you've got this job to do it's benefiting all of us thank you so we're gonna help you right. out and instead they're like fight it's your job to fight black london <laughs> right i don't appreciate their methods like white london i don't appreciate how they're going about this process but i can i think i can appreciate the like spite that they should feel for everyone else yes because oh we did (laughs) because the more we hear about black london the worse it sounds like it sounds horrific uh and i don't know how white london is fighting it off like i don't know how that manifests in white london but god <sighs> well okay so they're up until now right yeah. they had fought it off mm-hmm. so i i don't think it's an active fight currently but then aside w- from the plot of this book that starts now yeah yeah because i think it was like a a done job uh-huh. of basically eliminating every single thing of black london that was in white london mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But it, the sense to me is that the door to Black London is potentially open, or at least the proximity means that there's like an active conflict happening. Yeah, it's a little unclear because I also don't fully understand why the magic is so weak and weird in White London. Right. If there's if there's not something like you're saying, and like I don't know, you could can re consider opening the doors again huh you'd be like all right we've solved that problem let's re reestablish a little a little trade a little trade network going on figure out figure out a little bit of stuff about like how to correctly deal with the black london <laughs> maybe stuff. get a maybe work on a vaccine that could work oh there we go there we go well it, it's all about balance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe figure out how to restore balance I don't know. Mm, to the force, you're saying. That's that's right. Okay. I don't know. You gotta... Because, I mean, it's like... The idea here, right, is that Black London got out of balance mm-hmm. in which, essentially, all of the humanity was gone and it was all magic. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a little bit of... There's a little bit of research, a little trial and error to do, I feel like, to get things back under control. Luke, do you 
I'm starting to have a suspicion, actually, as the more we talk about this, that these Antari are mm. are created and not born, and that Ooh. the king, like the the mon, like the power structures in Red London and White London, are like making these these guys f- using some like experimental Black London stuff. Okay, I'm into that because the, the black eyes are coming from the black magic. And and right. there's a turn happening right now with Kel and what and the royal family and like why are they hunting him in this way and killing people and um and Holland at the very beginning had that meeting with Riz where we don't know what they talked about. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and we do know that the the it's not like hereditary. And Kel doesn't remember his life before he was with the royal family. Right. And also it's like, if this is blood, if it's literally entirely about your blood. Yeah. I'd be like, why would that not be hereditary? Feels (laughs) like it would be. Have you guys heard of blood types? Because it feels like it's related. Yeah. So you might be onto something here. Especially especially with the eyes, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, actually, speaking of the eyes, yeah. do you have a theory about about Lila with her eyes? How they're one of her eyes is darker colors. than the other. Yeah, uh, of course. Do you think I do. Luke. Anything going on there? I think this ties into the theory I was talking about before. Like that's how you find somebody that can that can absorb the black magic without being consumed by it. Mm. So you look for a little a little distinction at the start. You're like, uh, I think you could, I think you could handle it. <laughs> That's probably smart. And I yeah, think I yeah. think there's a transformation that happens with people who have slightly different colored eyes because it's a, it's a little signal. It's a little like, hey, this person could take it. This is maybe why there's such a fight for the stone. I think so. Yeah. Because I this think this is how you create Antari. Uh, that's my suspicion. That's my sneaking okay. suspicion, Luke. Yeah. I like it. You got to take like a bite it. out of it. <laughs> that's right. Which is why they keep running out. Because they're like, God, we keep they keep eating it. You take smaller bites. That's why we gotta. <laughs> we can't have kids do it because they don't know how to take small bites. Right. Holland took the smallest bite, and Cal just chomped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Okay. Do you have anything before we actually like get back into Red London? Um. The last thing I want to say. It's sort of big picture. We've got a red London mm-hmm. and a white London and a gray London and a black London. Okay, four. It's a good amount of Londons. We still are we still looking? <laughs> because Cal kind of puts these this book together and he's like, here's how it is. We've got like white London is one page away from black London. And then one page from white London, we've got red London. And then one page from that, we've got gray London. And I'm like, okay, what's page after that? Purple London? Where's purple London? Smells like grape soda. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Um, I'm assuming they stopped at gray because gray is not magic. And they're probably like, once you run out of magic, there's not going to be more. But... That's I, I think that's faulty reasoning. That's yeah, sure. man. Keep going. Um, Dig deeper. Do you 
So how do you, so how do you do this then? Do you do you look for just like different colored things? Because <laughs> saying... you because you need an item from the other world, right? You you're you're thinking about this all wrong, Luke. You're not looking. Okay. You're sniffing. Okay. I see. You're like, bring me stuff that smells weird. Everybody, bring me weird smelling stuff. Anything weird you got, bring it to me. Bring it to me. <laughs> this is a great point. Yeah. Especially, you, you have to put out a sign that's like, got something that smells weird and you don't know why? Because like, there's tons of things that smell weird, but you already know why, right? Yeah, sure. Sure. So you got it. You got Otherwise, you're you're trying too many things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you want the people that have like a Manila folder that uh, smells like um, popcorn. Okay. <laughs> and they bring it in. You're you like, don't want popcorn that smells like popcorn because it's like I know that that's right. That's has a reason. Right. Or like, no, this is just sandalwood. I know it smells weird. But I know it's 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 just sandalwood. People keep bringing this to me. It's it's how it smells. Trust me. <laughs> uh, the Manila folder. You also, but you also have to ask the first question, which is like, all right, first question: Did you put popcorn in this? No. Okay. Mm. Now we can work. <laughs> now we can go to work. That's right. That's right. Um, I think that's a good strategy. Um, also, I mean, not to not to beat a dead horse with this point that mm. we made last episode okay you got to go to other places yes come on get out of here <laughs> maybe there's like i don't know six new yorks <laughs> why do you think it's just london because <laughs> the king's there luke totally no king in totally. new york this is this is this is like back when we thought the earth was the center of the universe mm-hmm Mm-hmm. they're like well obviously we're the most important back so before like, copernicus that's right that's right <laughs> anyway um okay you ready to go to red let's london? go to red london okay so we go there and it's it's literally red yeah i don't know what's causing the red do you actually is there just like a general red is the sky red? readiness i don't think so i is I, it I should have been paying more attention. I mean, I, obviously the river is red. Oh, Luke, hold yes, on. I, is this just... I mean, because the... So the water... Is pa- patriotic? Being patriotic? You, people paint their houses red? <laughs> Big red London folks out here, yeah. Um, I, honestly, Luke, I was kind of uh, <laughs> going to take it in a different direction where I was... Wondering if the Raleigh scattering here works differently, but <laughs> I don't think that's going to be interesting for our listeners at all. Listeners, if you just just look up why the sky is blue, and that's basically why I'm what I'm talking about is your physics are working a little differently here. But uh... I would love that. Anyway, I'd love that. I'm anyway. thinking. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. We don't have to. We don't have to give the deets on that. Probably no. Um, no, no, no. Okay, so for whatever reason, Red London is genuinely red. Um, but my next my next point was going to be that so they get separated. Yeah. And Lila yeah. goes to a market uh-huh. and starts trying to steal things. Yeah, Luke, it's who she is. Like what it's are who you she doing? Is, Luke. 
It's who she is. Could you be dumber? Okay. I'm 100% with you, though. What the fuck, dude? Hey, I just went to this completely new place that I have no information on. The only information I have about this is that it's magic. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to start stealing stuff. I'm, there, for for so many reasons, is this so dumb, Luke? For so many reasons. The first, obviously, is like, yeah, there's magic. So, like, you could just have turned to ash when you touched any of right. this stuff. Like, you don't know what it is. You can't speak to anyone about it. It, it could be anything. It could be literally anything. Um, and... Second, you're you're choosing to start your life in this new place, potentially as a criminal, potentially as someone who is just like, yeah, we want to put you in jail now. You were here for a day and you did a big crime. Right. That, that is well, a crime. Also, Everywhere you have would be no, a crime. You have, you have no clue how crime is dealt exactly. with in the city. Exactly. This is the third point. Even if it's even if it's not bad, even if they're like, okay, you just have to go to jail for a minute, you have no ID. <laughs> and so they're going to be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and now you're in jail because they think you're like, I don't know, a spy. Right. It's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> okay, point number, uh, I don't know what we are on here, point number five or something about Whatever. this. Yeah. You are on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are on an incredibly important mission. And you cannot, and like, you know that Kel is going to find you within a few minutes. You're hoping, you don't know that. You're just hoping he does, because if he doesn't, you have no idea what's going to happen. So you're hoping Kel finds you soon. Right. Like, hey, and then it's like, hey, Kel, before we continue with our super important mission, do you mind like buying me one of these cool snacks? I haven't had one before. He's, I don't know. You can't, you can't do it. It's. It's ins- have you actually oh, actually God. so have you ever known someone where like you don't trust them with literally anything where they're like hey can I borrow yeah. that pen yes. and you're like mm, no <laughs> <laughs> this is Lila yeah yeah I don't trust her with anything in my life and it's exhausting it is. It's too bad that uh, Kel had to get kind of stuck with her. Because mm-hmm. Kel's at least a little responsible. Sure, he got wasted in White London, but who hasn't? Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Lila would be in White London like, let's go in a back alley and look for something to steal. <laughs> let's take something from the palace of the of these two crazy twins. Right. Let's steal right. something from them. That's a good idea. <sighs> I... Uh, also, Luke, I, I want to go back to what the potential consequences are here, because I think jail is the best case scenario for her, because obviously mm-hmm. stealing something from a vendor at a market isn't allowed. Like, you know this, like it's going to be a crime of some sort. Right. You don't know how their legal system works in any capacity. Like, right. Maybe the consequence for this is the shopkeeper can turn you into a frog or some shit or like just fucking blast you apart. And everyone's like, good job for keeping these streets safe. Mr. Shopkeeper. Like that could have just been the end. That could have just been like, and you're dead. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. It's, Oh God. Oh, very frustrating. Ridiculous. (laughs) Do you kind of feel like most of the things that happen in this book are because either Kel or, Lila has done something stupid. 
Ooh. Uh, uh, uh. I, mm, no. I will say that the tangents we go on, I think, are for that reason. Yeah. I think our main mission... Yeah, okay, actually, he did take the fucking rock. Uh, oh. Uh, and, oh, okay. And... <laughs> So Holland didn't destroy those tokens, right? Right. Holland just threw them into an alley somewhere. Yeah. Go get them. <laughs> Am I wrong? Dead. He. But. But like, you'd have to go back there, and it's kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, but if you know he's not there anymore because he's burned down your other safe house, <laughs> just go back. <laughs> go back. Put some cologne on first, maybe. Uh huh. Um, also, I'm disappointed in you for still, for being a magician for this long and not knowing how to hide your, like, scent. That's day one stuff, I would think. Yeah. Um, yeah, go back there. Also, like, he goes, he goes, he goes to pick up this rook. Yeah. And he's like, I think this guy's going to be my buddy. Yeah. I think this guy's gonna be my friend. Yeah. Probably. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see if he still has it and he'll probably give it to me. You just you like humiliated this guy, this like this horrific criminal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you were like, oh yeah, he was in trouble because he controlled people's bones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I like kind of humiliated him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna walk in and see if he wants to hang out. I'm just gonna say, hey, what's up, bud? You wanna play some 2K? <laughs> if i beat you at 2k <laughs> will you give me the rook back <laughs> but you have to use the mad cats controller okay fair <laughs> i actually I don't luke don't think this is that absurd i'm i'm coming down on the other side of this from you because okay. i think that this pawn shop owner is being unfair about the situation because he keeps talking about it like Kel cheated. There are yeah. no rules to this game. When you signed up to play this game, you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, we're just trying to win by any means possible. And there's no such thing as cheating in this game. Whoever wins just wins. And like, I know those are the rules when I signed up. You can't right. be mad when he just cheated better than you. Because it's not cheating. Because also, I want to clarify here, it's not cheating. Cheating is doing something outside the rules. There are no rules. So he just right. played the game better. He just beat you. Okay, I I agree with you. I, I I agree and disagree with you. The part that I agree with you is that yes, the pawn shop owner is being unreasonable. Yes. Now, where I think I would make a little bit of a disagreement is that this is a man who <laughs> was in trouble for controlling people by their bones. <laughs> you know what, Luke? This is a fair point, and I did write my note before we learned he did bone magic. <laughs> before he was doing a little yeah. giddy in the ninth kind of magic right we we because we knew that he was in trouble for like what is a huge crime which is controlling other people through magic yeah and then later we learned that he was doing this because he has bone magic which is like that's a double yikes but oh to push back luke is it a little unfair if you were really good at bone magic but couldn't use it I don't like mm. you were just saying that if you had magic powers that were better than everyone else's, you would be you, like practicing the shit out of that. You would be like, oh, oh, re- oh really, Dan? Uh, I, I'm a bone magician. Yeah. 
I'm opening a freaking hospital. Thank you. <laughs> Boring, Luke. Boring. <laughs> the stop hitting yourself game is so much funnier when you're a bone magician. True, true. Actually, if you're a bone magician, like I'm assuming that I can make myself really strong now. Oh, I'm like, dude. Super. I'm myself. I'm now super physically powerful. Okay. Yes. Yes. But also, if I'm in a wrestling I think match, plenty of uses of if I'm magic. in a wrestling match, Luke, am I, I'm going to be a little <laughs> tempted to just nudge that other person's bone a little bit. You can't do that. You can't do that. Luke, it's my power. <laughs> it's who I am, Luke. How come that's not allowed? Okay. All right, Luke. Then let me pot, let me ask you this. How come that's not allowed? But I can blast somebody with fire magic and they're like, well, that was not, that was allowed. You didn't manipulate their body. So yes, they are a pile of ash, but like. I well, will say, I assume that there are more than one rule. That was the golden rule. That was the one golden rule that Kel told us about is no manipulating people's bodies, which to a certain extent, fair. <laughs> valid okay valid just to a certain extent uh but when he said that i was thinking of the crazy white london stuff that's going on where you're like manipulating someone's mind and he's mm-hmm. just doing a little bone magic luke <laughs> <laughs> i don't know don't someone think of the bone magicians i agree i agree now that you talk about it um <laughs> <laughs> I have to think that all of the other th- the like murdering people by f- flamethrower I feel like they're like that's obvious that's easy stuff obviously that's not rule number one that's rule number three because it doesn't need to be emphasized okay but like if I can do water magic 70% of a person's body is water hey here drink yeah. this glass of water fam and then suddenly it's like ha now I've got you. Yeah, this is why this is why the rule is no controlling other people. It's not no bone magic. Okay, all right. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, I think I would just quibble then with the pedantics of this. Of like, if I use my fire magic to like threaten somebody unless they do a thing for me, mm. is that allowed? Mm. Mm-hmm. I hope they have a really complex legal system and a very good code of like code of ethics it's like when harry used the imperious curse and it's like are we all forgetting about the fact that harry potter did these unforgivable curses Mm, mm -hmm. just for like a fun goof just because he was bored one day and we we just let him do it because he's the chosen one or whatever (laughs) it's a valid point not not to go back on something that we've previously talked about but uh (laughs) i don't know i think i think these rules are i don't know i don't like them well, we do, we do only hear the rule from the subconscious of our friend. True. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we'll hear more once Kel starts breaking the rules. I hope so. Kel's going to start we doing some so. bone magic. He can. He can do any yeah. magic, Luke. He can do anything. Even blood magic. Mm. Um, okay. I only have one more note that's kind of at the end here. Do you have anything before then? Let's go to the end. Okay. So what we learn at the end is, well, okay. Actually, actually, let me lead us up a little bit more. Yes. Because what has been happening is that this magic, which is alive and an entity, mm-hmm. has been like converting 
people into itself in Red London. Yes. And Grey London, but it's been very unsuccessful in Grey London. Correct. Yes. Um, and, and now we don't really know what's happening, but Kel has been taken to the palace by, in theory, guards, potentially guards that have been taken over. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lila is going to save him. And we learn that the last thing of this party is a masquerade ball. Oh, no. And I just have to say, never throw a masquerade ball. <laughs> the That's opportunity like, do for I shenanigans be, is do too I high. Want, do I want all my things stolen from me today? <laughs> Would I love that for my birthday? I'm going to throw a masquerade ball. <laughs> I don't think I have ever read about a masquerade ball ending as planned. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. <laughs> totally. There's never been a normal masquerade ball without some crazy person that has some shenanigans going on, which is like what you're asking for. Like you're literally asking for so many shenanigans when you throw a masquerade ball, which honestly, maybe that's what they're going for. They're like, these are boring every year. I'm doing a masquerade ball. (laughs) I want some shit to go down. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm desperately racking my brain to think of an instance where I have read or watched a movie or played a video game with a masquerade ball in it where everything went fine and the night ended as predicted and I can't think of a single one. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Which for sure, obviously is selection bias. However, it's just, there's been a lot of, I've read about a lot of parties, I think, Mm -hmm. that have gone relatively normally. Yep. No masquerade balls. Sorry. You're asking someone's for gonna, it. Someone's going to do something crazy. What What do you think is Lila's mask? What kind of mask is she going to show up with? Mm. Big pirate hat? Oh, wait. Actually, fuck. This is... She already has it. Why are we even asking this? She already has her costume. <laughs> is she just going uh, the eye patch in a pirate hat? No. She's wearing uh, the same thing that she's been wearing in Grey London this whole time with the mask and uh, the hat. That's right. She's going to stand out like a sore thumb, though. I'll tell you that. That's a weak. That's a weak. I don't actually know what the mask looks like, but I don't think it's super themed. There's no sequins on that. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we love we love a masquerade ball. Um, We should throw one at some point. Whenever we have a pod get together, masquerade ball. Boom. Once we get a big mansion. It's time to throw uh-huh. a masquerade ball. I think that's that's the housewarming party is a masquerade right. ball. We'll make sure to bring things t- that are useful when solving murders mm-hmm. just to be safe. Yep. Such as? <laughs> Magnifying glasses. Good. That's what I was thinking of as well. There would be a lot of those. Yes. <laughs> Gotta have at least three uh-huh. of those. Uh-huh. Um, what else? <laughs> We'll think of it. We got time. We'll, we'll, we've got time. We've got yeah. time to think of some ideas for that uh, before <laughs> we get our mansion. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm looking forward to that. I've got to start working on my mask, start working on my costume. Um, right. <laughs> Luke, until that day comes, though, you and I, we're going to be coming up with hot takes. And being dumb nerds. 